0: welcome to the good news with angie austin now with the good news here's angie hello friend angie austin here with the good news joined by dr cheryl lentz and i have to say uh, i know we're gonna have uh you know, a a serious topic, Dr. Cheryl Lentz, academic entrepreneur. But uh, I just want to say it's been so fun with you and several of my other guests that, you know, we've talked once a week. We've never met in person. We tried once while I was in Chicago. I don't remember what happened, but uh, Cheryl lives in Chicago and I was outside of Chicago with family. And it's just so fun that we've, you know, developed a friendship over the years and we're actually going to finally get to meet in person over the summer.
1: Woohoo! I'm excited. And it's very interesting because I develop all these relationships with a lot of people. And I just met one of my students when I went to Nashville. He graduated four years ago. We worked together and known each other seven years. Same thing. And we met for the first time. What an interesting world we live in with technology.
0: Yes, it is. It is. And we're doing something kind of unique. You might speak at the event, but it's a, it's a kind of a, a family camp. But it's kind of a communal family camp where we all help cook and we all help, you know, teach the kids. And we have breakout sessions in the afternoon where we can have various speakers. My dad used to teach Tai Chi there every morning and every afternoon. That's where my kids would, you know, that's where they first got introduced to that because he would instruct them. And once they got good enough, he'd give them each a headband. Uh, So I'll have to see if I can dig up all the headbands because my dad always wore like a kind of a hippie headband with his long gray hair and his long gray beard. He was like hippie Santa. But anyway, it'll be fun because there's so many great activities and hope. We'll get to hear you speak as well.
1: Oh, I'm looking forward to it. And part of this is that connection with we were talking about relationship building. And relationship building takes time. It's not something that you, you know, get married the first time you go on a date with somebody. Right. Uh, Relationships, I learned, particularly in Japan, when you live in the Asian community, it can take years and years and years and years to develop a relationship before business ever happens. Wow. So it's wonderful. Yeah, it's a very slow, methodical process. But think about how that comes with trust. Trust is not something that's given, it's earned. And it's not something you can earn just the first time. And you hear a lot of folks with broken promises simply because they may have done too much too soon and didn't allow that relationship to develop. And that's a lot of strategy and intent as well as good old-fashioned TLC and love.
0: Oh, I also, I've got to add this in. We've been talking um, the last couple of days, you and I have been focusing on... um, a book uh, and I'll read the title right here let me pop up the, uh, the Lost Secret Unlocking the Hidden Chapters of Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich and also I pulled up something called professionalism and I just wanted to get a gig a lot of what my husband said because he went over some of these about being productive, dressing the part, knowing your audience, taking initiative, uh, having integrity providing excellence be a problem solver, be a self starter, build relationships as we just discussed and so my husband I sent the article to all the kids for um, the whole family including grandma grandpa it's a household text thread right and then we have these discussions with the kids about certain things at night that I think are important for them to learn about like last week it was why parents should teach their kids to fail because success is all of these little failures piled up which eventually lead to success and so here's what my husband wrote on the text thread so I send that professionalism with all the points for the kids to read and my husband, who's a business owner, who said, I don't see call in sick when a snowflake falls to the ground. <laughs> I don't see, I don't see complain that we can't get better snack, free snacks in the kitchen. I, I don't see tell your boss, that's not my job. I don't see leave at four fifty instead of five. I don't see take two hour lunches just for fun. <laughs>
1: Uh, oh, I your husband. I can't wait to meet him someday, too. I don't
0: see work-life balance because he did this interview where they said, like, you know, if I want to go for a coffee, I just want to be able to go for a coffee. If I want to, you know, go to, um, you know, to yoga, I want to go to yoga. And that is some schedule and hopefully still get their work done. But
1: oh, if it's not a very- Outcomes. And that's the challenge that I will suggest that but he was on the phone and they kept her and did everything they possibly could. Now, have-
0: fortunately, have been on a few two hour phone calls and the not so. You know, distant past because during COVID it seemed like. There was a real problem with you know having enough employees during the pandemic, and I didn't understand why home call centers they wouldn't have enough people. But nonetheless, I think I held for an hour, and then I got help for an hour. You know whether or not my situation was solved, I did feel like they took time with me, and maybe that explained why I waited so long. But I think there has to be a happy medium between making sure that people are adequately taken care of, and then also making sure that people aren't you know waiting too long. I do love that option where they say, "Would you like a call back.
1: Right. But we also have to do our part. And here's the part that a lot of people I get complimented on all the time. And I just got three of them in the last three days because of waiting. They're like, you are so happy when you show up and I joke with them and I compliment them and I thank with them and I ask them, you know, every time they ask, well, hey, you know, can I do anything for you? It's like, hey, you got a million dollars, you know, can you take me out for the weekend kind of thing? And, And we're just joking. I guarantee you they remember that call. It puts a smile on their face because I'm trying to be able to not be that pain in the butt customer that only calls to whine. Mm-hmm. I'm very grateful for their time. I'm very grateful. But how I show up changes how they show up. And mm-hmm. most people think we have to just show up because you've got the grumpy curmudgeon who's the customer lack of service agent that's on the other line. If you show up differently. So will they. And most of the time, I don't get customer aggravation. I get customer service because of how I choose to show up. Mm-hmm. That,
0: that yeah, you know what? I, I see that in you. I, I need a little bit more of that. I, I think I show up pretty well the majority of the time. Um, And, you know,
1: nobody, nobody is Susie Sunshine all the time. Sometimes you have to work at it. It doesn't come naturally. And I have to. That's why I put on the dress today. It's like I was not feeling it today. So Calvin Klein came out of the closet.
0: (laughs) That is so funny, like because I was an anchor woman for so many years and I had to, as my husband put it. I would peel off my uniform when I got home because I would take off, you know, you're, yep. you're on TV, so Absolutely. I'd have hair extensions. I would have false eyelashes. I would have heavy makeup. I would have, you know, you got your undergarment you know, that makes your suit look so good, you know, that <laughs> feels like somebody's got their hands like crushing your waist. <laughs> and then, you know, you've got your suit and then you've got your boots and, you know, my mic pack thing that I had to stick on my, you know, knee. Anyway, it was quite a, a costume, you know, quite a uniform and so when i got home and started peeling all that stuff off you know it's pretty funny when i took off my hair because i had extensions that made my hair longer (laughs) but but anyway um uh, i do not get dressed up anymore to um to do my home. It's almost like a luxury for me that I don't have to look like an anchor woman and, you know, have my hair looking great and all the time that I put into that. So I think for me, it's just like a treat that I don't have to do that stuff anymore because I had it down to half an hour when I could get that whole look done from wet hair all the way to fully done. But I mean, it was you were moving to try to be oh, ready, and the,
1: I understand. ready I was in half an hour for 10 years and my persona is stuck in my uniform and I would pop up stairs and there is glam gal and you're just on stage you know i was a concierge for 10 years and so you had to have that because i would go to work in jeans and gym shoes and just made from the neck up and then i would you know pull out my persona as if we're on stage you know what that's like and i would have to go and put my uniform back in the in the nice little you know locker and then go home and just be normal cheryl again and so I do a lot of that sometimes when I'm radio, TV, Dr. Cheryl and the rest of it. And sometimes I just need to be Cheryl, you know. So let's,
0: let's bounce back to the book, The Lost Secret, Unlocking the Hidden Chapters of Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. And so um, it's yeah. it's funny that they, they say there are two lost chapters of the infamous Think and Grow Rich book. And that uh, she says they reveal the missing secret, and so uh, I know there's a lot to break down here. So I've told you to pick out some of your, you know, favorite parts per se.
2: Well,
1: I have one that you're really going to like because you had said it earlier in the thing. Let's see how your listeners are listening this morning. Is here is a comment by Dale Carnegie in chapter five. It says, "Knowledge isn't power until it is applied." What did you say earlier about going, you have to be able to not just dream yourself to think and grow rich. You actually have to do something along the way and take action. And that's where a lot of people get stalled. They're like, yeah, 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 this is good. And I reframe my mind and do this. Like, but what action are you actually? So it's the whole Yoda, try not do. Do
0: something. I think believing that you're capable of it and, you know, believing that, you know, uh, uh, let's see, which chapter was that where it said, um, if you think, basically, if you think it, it can happen because you're putting those positive, you know, thoughts in your brain of what you're going to achieve and you're coming up with a plan, you're getting a roadmap for your success. And so chapter one was, can anyone really think and grow rich? Yes. If the actions follow.
1: Exactly. And that's the secret you have is you just can't wake up one morning and say, I'm going to win the lottery. You have to go and buy a ticket. <laughs> well,
0: and sometimes I think, too, you you might have to have that side hustle that if you have a paycheck coming in, for instance, my my cousin's son, he um, likes to build he's building trumpets. All right. So he dropped out of his I mean, it was probably a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar musical scholarship. He left college. And decided that he was going to set up in his aunt's garage a uh, a trumpet, you know, basically assembly factory or whatever. And so these are kind of high end trumpets, trumpets for musicians. You know, it's not your average trumpet. Okay, so he makes a few because his uncle plays the trumpet professionally, and he makes a few for friends this, that, and the other. And I said, "Do you have another job?" like, you know, like a job that would like pay bills. And he's like, no, no, I'm just going to do this. And I'm thinking, okay, this is something that you build up over years and become known as the trumpet guy that makes these special trumpets. It's not something that you just like do when you're 19 and all of a sudden professional musicians trust you to make their trumpet. You have to build a name for yourself. And so, um, that went on for maybe a year or so, but I think not having money to go on a date and not having money to go grab a burger or whatever, um, might have been a little problematic for him. So then he got a job that pays the bills. Now you've got the job that pays the bills and hopefully that is your passion and hopefully you do love it. But if it's not, then if you get this side hustle going, or maybe you like animals and you just want to volunteer at the animal shelter, but you've got to find that thing that does bring you joy. Maybe it's volunteering at the church. Maybe it's volunteering at the shelter, or maybe it is a creative way to make money on the side. Like I've said many a time that my son has created an, an entire business of, uh, you know, reselling shoe, high-end shoes. Some are new, some aren't. And I mean, it really is a legitimate, he makes, uh, you know, money business.
1: And I think that's wonderful to look at the stability, because that's how I started my business 15 years ago. I did it as a, let me see if I can make this sustainable before I quit my day job. I still have my faculty position, but I still have my publishing business as well, because I like that safety and security. And so I've just decided to do both and manage my time effectively so that I'm not having to worry about, because it's sometimes feast or famine when you start your own business.
0: Absolutely. My husband didn't take a paycheck, I think, for the first two years I mean, I know people who've gone even longer than that. All right, Dr. Cheryl Lentz, uh, give us your website and how we can best find you and your books.
1: DrSherylLentz.com, DrSherylLentz at gmail.com. Easy peasy. I'm a little bit obsessed
0: with spending, and it is, uh, you know, um, National Savings Week, uh, America ah. Saves. Yes. So we're going to talk, America Saves Week, it's an annual call to action. And so we're going to talk about that uh, coming up next and have another guest as well. So two guests are better than one. Well, not really. You're pretty great, Dr. Cheryl So We'll be oh, back. Thank you.
1: <laughs> See you guys next time.
2: When disaster strikes, look to the helpers. Look to Arc Thrift again, one of the first on the scene to help those affected by the Marshall fires. Just as they did with the floods and COVID, they are again providing critical relief to the communities they serve. Many communities suffer from the bystander effect when struck by tragedy, when people tend to watch as others suffer, passive and unwilling to step in. We are lucky to have Arc Thrift in our local communities to step up and help where others don't. As a listener, you too can step up. Support their mission by shopping in their stores and by donating to the relief fund at arcthrift.com. Putting the pieces back together is a long haul effort. Relief efforts for the Marshall fires are needed on an ongoing basis. Again, don't hesitate to visit the Arc Thrift website to gift donation and help give back to your local community. The website is arcthrift.com. That's arcthrift.com.
0: Sydney, Nebraska is listening to the Mighty 670 KLT Denver. My friend, Angie Austin here. Welcome to the good news. Well, America Saves Week is an annual call to action to encourage people to commit to saving on a regular basis. Joining us with some timely tips is Jeannie Walden, financial expert, author, and chief information and marketing officer for Daily Pay, a company that provides digital payroll solutions. Uh, She's also the host of Stepping Up. It's a podcast that inspires and encourages women entrepreneurs. And she's also launched five companies on her own, including the Email Experience Council, and was recently named Transformational CMO of the Year by the CMO Club. Welcome back Jeannie Walden. Thanks so much for having me on the show. All right. I have a real passion for this because I grew up very poor. And suffice it to say, my kids have a completely different life than I had growing up. And it's because I, uh, you know, I educated myself so that I could save for their future and my own, I guess. So right now it's particularly difficult, I think, because saving right now um, may be a little more challenging because things have become so expensive, Right. Oh,
3: absolutely. I tried to buy an avocado yesterday. Three dollars for an avocado is crazy and I'm afraid to buy gas. So I, I think that it's something that's affecting all of us, whether we're at the grocery store, the gas station or even restaurants these days. And starting to save now will pay off dividends in the future. Luckily for all of us, there are some incredibly powerful ways to help us save and help us get started that we might not even know about.
0: All right. Well, so tell us about that, because I know that things have gotten more creative since I started saving. So what are some of these tools or, you know, creative ways to save?
3: Yeah, well, first and foremost, I think everybody that's working should go to their employer and ask them to share their updated employee handbook or a list of ways that they're just contributing to a great employee culture. During the pandemic, we saw so many companies have to get creative about benefits that would attract and retain workers that they started to do things that might not necessarily put additional dollars into your paycheck, but they will put them into your pocket. Some of these great benefits include free lunches at companies that people appreciate, and it can save you hundreds, even thousands of dollars a year if you're in the office every day. Free commuter trips and tickets if you're taking the bus or you know, some other form of transportation to work. Now you can have your employer pay for that. That definitely saves a lot of money over the course of the year. Child care credits that enable you to hire a babysitter so you can come back to the office and so much more. There's creative things like tuition reimbursement with Pacific Bells that owns you know, a number of Taco Bells on the Southwest. There's also a lot of companies out there that are offering reimbursements for learning expenses. So get smarter about something in your line of business and the company will pay for it. These all help. These- Another great thing that we might not consider is um, working with uh, any business, any retailer that you go to and using their digital apps for coupons.
0: Oh, that's a good one. And always before I um, ship something or buy something, uh, my daughter's even learned this and she's only 14, to search for a coupon for that particular company for either a discount or, uh, you know, free shipping. And I want to go back to what you said about those creative perks. I wouldn't have thought of all of those because you're right. Now people are enticing you with more and more uh, benefits. We had a free gym membership on ours. And then also, and that's pretty big, you know, for my husband and myself, and it basically paid for the whole family's yeah. gym membership, really, because when you bought two, you got, you know, two more family members or blah, blah, blah. So we go, we have family gym night almost every night. That keeps you healthier. Using those free cleanings for your teeth and your free checkups that many of us have for physicals, that keeps you healthier. Um, and then I want to mention, you said the education. Not only is that going to save you money on your education, but also educate you so you potentially can make more money in the near future with that, you know, uh, education. And then it could save even more because you're making more moolah.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. And you're so right about all those free benefits. Most people don't know they exist. So, you know, take an hour or two over the weekend or when you have some downtime and really look into your health plans and everything else your employer offers. I just found out my company offers a free... Peloton membership for the year. What? It's it's so incredible. And I, you know, used the free teledoc for the first time last week and, and it's just great and it, it really does make a difference over time on your on your pocketbook, your bank account, and everything else.
0: You mentioned those apps about you know saving uh, you know on f- food and whatever wherever you shop. I found that um, you know some of the more expensive fast food places that my kids like, I actually will get like a free fry almost every time. So as that adds up, it gets to the point where maybe I don't have to buy their fries, you know, because those are free because I've, I I get loyalty points or whatever. So it does add up. <laughs>
3: It, it does add up, and that's a da- that that one that you're talking about is very dangerous one for me because I'm kind of addicted to it. But um, what I, what I would say is, you know, there's a lot of things that people overlook with those apps. So, for example, CVS, they they have. CVS discounts, but they also have the manufacturer discounts, but then they add these bonuses. You know, if you spend X dollars in hair care, we will give you $5 to spend on anything else in the store. And it's those types of added benefits that that can really add up over time. And I'm sure your 14-year-old knows this, but I'm going to say it anyway for your other listeners who might not. Amazon gives you a great way to save. If you can control your urge to purchase right now, if you put things in the Amazon cart, and you go back and check it, oftentimes the merchants drop their prices and Amazon will notify you that there's been a price change for an item in your cart. And I have seen people get $100 items for $20 just by leaving in their cart for a few days or a few weeks. And it, that really helps as well.
0: That and um, the Amazon warehouse, I found these three glass pieces of art I wanted so badly. And they were between 150 and 200. I literally got one for $20 and it was returned like as new $20. Are you kidding me? And so I have three of them now on my wall in the living room. And they're so stunning. They're glass and like blue and oh, it's so there. So I love that. And I love that it, Even if you put it in your cart and you do save for later, it'll still notify you that the price has gone down. Oh, and then another thing, Sam, I love Jeannie. You know, I love saving. Um, Since I did grow up so poor, I got used to doing like my own nails, my own hair. I don't go out for coffee. And I went from seriously low income housing to you would not believe the neighborhood I live in now and a lot of that has to do with educating myself to make more money and saving in my 20s when I worked for NBC News in LA I had no idea how much that company match would pay off later
3: oh absolutely and a lot of people don't invest in 401ks because they feel like retirement is so far away but look if you put $25 in a 401k and your company is willing to match it, you just saved yourself $50. And that's pretty fabulous. And with daily pay on the daily pay app, we have something called auto save. So we find that people will save They'll, they'll make money and then they'll put, they'll put $50 in their savings account, but they're not participating in the 401k match for their company. So my suggestion is, Put twenty-five dollars away in your savings account for something urgent, but put the other twenty-five in your 401k with the company match, and your fifty dollars became seventy-five. So there's there's a great way to manage the need for money now and the need for savings in the future that really that really can help you get move in the positive direction. And I think you know from growing up as well as I do that um, unless you win the lotto, there is a small chance that you're going to wake up and have a hundred thousand dollars randomly sitting there waiting to be saved. Savings takes time and it takes small wins to get you to your goals. So start now. It's America Saves Week. It's a great time to get started. Start small and start watching how the savings grows over time.
0: What's the best website for us to get more info, Jeannie?
3: Well, if you want to give your employees daily pay and help them start saving for free now, dailypay.com. If you are looking for Tips and tricks, whether you're an employer or an employee, AmericaSaves.org has a great set of reference materials, ways to get started. They're a great partner of ours at Daily Pay, and so is Funding Our Future. They also have a great website at FundingOurFuture.us. They are maniacally focused on making sure that every American starts to save so that they can be financially balanced and successful in the future.
0: Oh, Jeannie, we could have our own show It would be great. Thank you so much, Jeannie. (laughs) Thank you. Have a great day. Well, seriously, I do think Jeannie and I could have our own show. I mean, I am really passionate about saving because I think that people can put themselves in a much better position in life if they can just deny themselves a few things you know we have nice cars but as i mentioned you know they're older cars And, you know, with things like hair and nails and massages, yes, those are treats. But to be honest with you, I really don't do those things. I mean, even going to like if we go out to eat, I normally we drink water, you know, because the drinks really add up, especially if you get alcoholic drinks. And maybe I'm not as strict about all of these things now as I was when I was younger and I was really trying to save. And now that we we, you know, are very uh, secure financially. Uh, those things aren't as necessary, but I guess they become habits, you know, making my own. I get the girls all the things they can make their Starbucks drinks and I get the disposable cups, uh, you know, so that they can make their own drinks if they want and take them on the bus in the morning rather than I've got friends that take their kids to Starbucks every morning on the way to school. Like, no way that's not happening for my kids. I'll tell you that much. But one thing that I think is really important to teach uh, the kids is there's a different between being frugal and cheap. And this is a very important thing, I think, to teach our kids. Being cheap is not leaving a good tip because you want to, you know, st- and I'm not talking about with bad service. I'm talking about good service. We had a colleague that we would go out with and he said, well, I don't believe in tipping. And so, of course, everybody else would tip to make up for it because he didn't want to tip, but he didn't mind gambling, you know, and coming over for the, you know, the company poker parties or whatever. And so I've taught my son, like, take good care of the people that help you out. Um, you know, like if the, the the gal that helps with cleaning our house or we had a nanny for many years, me um, you know, make sure you remember people at Christmas. Make sure that when you're at the restaurant, you know you leave a good tip. Uh, make sure that you know that um, you know that you. I think you show you care when you take good care of people. They know that you care about them. Um, the other thing I think is really important. Um, you know, to teach your kids. Uh, philanthropy and generosity. Now, these are small things, but I saw that their Denver Rescue Mission needed like, I guess it's hard to get like personal items for, you know, homeless people that are new, you know, undies and bras and stuff like that. So I did a small order and you can just go onto Amazon and they've got their own account. And VOA, that was the one who recently needed help too, Volunteers of America. So you don't have to send, you know, a thousand dollars worth of whatever, right? Undies or whatever, you know, it can be $20. But like if every, account couple times a week I try to find something small that might make a difference for someone and maybe it's a kid on you know one of my kids sports teams that can't go to an away camp or something like that and I can tell the coach hey let's just um pay for that kid and tell them you have a scholarship for them or something like that so again I think that um Being frugal, which normally is with myself and cutting back on things for me and being generous and kind and uh, is very different than being cheap. So frugal and cheap, two very different things. I'm really trying to teach my son that because he's, I mean, it's like he has super glue on his fingers when he's got a quarter. If he's got a dollar bill, it is super glued to his fingers. (laughs) Hey, if you want to hear our podcast, you can go to angieaustin.org, angieaustin.org. Always a pleasure to have you listening to the good news. And you can always email me as well. You can contact me through the website or you can email me at angieaustinnews at gmail.com, angieaustinnews at gmail.com. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin on AM 670 KLTT.